Welcome back to Sierra Unraveled. I'm celebrating my eighth episode today by switching it up a bit. I guess the regular thing is like if you start podcasting, you like normal people. I shouldn't say normal people because no one's normal. The regular podcaster, no one's regular either. Okay, whatever. Typically when people podcast, they don't make it past the seventh episode. And here I am on my eighth and I'm just so proud of myself that I'm still running my mouth about pretty much anything and you're still tuning in every week so that's pretty freaking cool so this week i've decided to collaborate with a good friend of mine who's extremely talented and we're just trying to see what happens by testing this little feature out what do i look like being boring every week i'm really not so let's just expect the unexpected because that's exactly how my life goes and yours probably does too you're just not ready to admit it yet which is totally cool But do me a favor and give me a good rating, a review, um, subscribe, whatever floats your boat. I'm truly grateful for whatever. So switching gears here, have you ever been shunned for job hopping? I definitely haven't. Sometimes they'll ask you at an interview to explain the gaps on your resume and I just want to start telling them, if I want to take a guy home with me tonight, it's none of your business. (laughs) But seriously, mind your own. Ask me about my personality type. What things have I accomplished or projects have I completed in the past five to ten years? What was my favorite job and why? I've done my fair share of interviewing of candidates before too for different positions and I promise I'd probably be like your favorite interviewer. However, some jobs and interviewers are so drab. Then they will ask you why that you've had so many jobs in your lifetime. And the quick answer is, and I pretty much always tell them up front, is that I get bored easily. So if you don't feel like you can keep me occupied or there is no room for growth in the company or you don't plan on promoting people from within, like I'm not your girl because I come here and I bust my butt and then yeah, I get bored. So if I don't feel challenged or my heart just isn't in it, I'm out. Peace. Peace. I feel like my love life also follows this rhythm as well, unfortunately. Yeah, so I've had a lot of jobs, like a lot, a lot, a lot. And I've also never been fired. I always quit, like, yeah, trick, yeah. When I started working at 15, I was a phone girl at this Italian restaurant in Tinley Park, Illinois. It was called San Fratello's. If you're from the region, I'm sure you've heard of it. There's a few of them spread out around. Um, The one I worked at actually closed down, I think due to a fire, but the food was fire. So I just took care of like all the carryout orders and Um, I was usually the first point of contact before transferring the phone call to a manager. And again, the food was so good. I'm so blessed to have gotten that job there. I got discounted Italian beef, free soup and fresh bread every day. And Hispanic chefs in the kitchen used to call me Shakira or Beyonce, (laughs) depending on the day. Um, They used to make me tacos pretty often and menudo, which I do not like, but I would eat it for them just because I didn't want to offend them. I'm that kind of person. So also my mom worked there as a waitress uh, slash bartender. So it was only fitting that I tag along until I got my license. And once I got my permit, I pretty much turned into a race car driver on the expressway before I even learned how to drive on the streets. My mom was definitely grateful that she no longer had to drive us across state lines to get us to work every day and she could put on makeup in the passenger seat while I just bob and weaved in between cars. I'm sure it was pretty dangerous. I hope 
none of you were ever on the expressway with me when I first got my permit because I really like to drive fast, except when the baby's in the car. I don't drive fast like that anymore, um, but I'm definitely an aggressive driver. <laughs> so once I started driving on my own, I started applying for jobs closer to home, and that's where I got hired at Shoe Carnival. For the love of shoes, I owned over 50 sneakers at one time. We had contests for top sellers of the company, and I would pretty much always try to win. I didn't always win, but I won a few times. And I remember my mom telling me if I spent one more paycheck on shoes, she was going to make me quit. So I just started keeping them in my trunk. I didn't care. <laughs> I loved shoes at that time. I still love shoes, but yeah, there's just so many other things I could be spending my money on, like food. <laughs> so I was at Shoe Carnival for three or four years until I graduated high school. Um, when I came back home for my spring breaks or holiday breaks, I definitely picked up a few ships here and there. They always wanted me to come back per usual, but I was kind of over it. And then I did briefly work at Wet Seal over the holiday season. Uh, maybe like a week or two until they didn't send me my schedule actually and then they tried to say that I did a no call no show and then I actually did a no call no show never showed never my face there again yeah I was over it so <laughs> my first semester at Eastern Michigan University I didn't work I don't think I had my car with me because I didn't want to pay for a parking pass which was like $300 a semester and I already gave them boatloads of money for tuition so nah I was good beginning January 1st I then got hired at Jersey Mike's good old J Mike's this is where I spent most of my time outside of school um, I did have a full-time class uh, schedule every semester but when I wasn't there I was pretty much at work or in the library um, when I was there, I got promoted to a shift manager within a few months and then again to an assistant manager by the end of the year. While I was at Jersey Mike's for those four years, I tried to quit probably five times or so, maybe more. I don't know. I lost count. <laughs> I trained like I think three general managers while I was there and then during that time, we also became like a designated training store so we started having other franchisees coming in and training underneath us and then going out to open their own store. So that was cool, but I also had to take part in that. And then they wanted to send me to Jersey to get my own store and I was just not about that life at all. I had a really good time working there, but I couldn't imagine giving 50 hours a week to a place that could barely pay me 50K a year. Like that's just, that's dead. And I think it's probably closer to 30. So this is when the job hopping began. Like it was my job to job hop or something. I really probably shouldn't be bragging. I shouldn't even be bragging, it's not bragging. I really shouldn't even be like talking about this I feel like is a good thing, but I really don't care anymore. It's, it is what it is. So I started working at a tanning salon. Um, then I worked at a spa slash massage place, a gentleman's club. I was a food sample person inside of Costco. I was a leasing specialist for an apartment complex, a waitress at an upscale a seafood restaurant, a package handler at FedEx a guest manager at a holistic grocery store, a hostess at a poppin' college bar, a pest control technician, a leasing specialist at a different apartment complex this time. I painted houses for a while. I got certified to teach early childhood education classes. I waitressed again at a Mexican spot. I've done nanny slash tutor work. Um, I've also been a recruiter for a surrogacy company. I was then an inside sales for a construction company, and now I'm someone's personal assistant. I think that's everything. Geesh, all these jobs are just so blah to me. <laughs> 
my degree did not align with any of them except maybe the pest control technician gig where I sprayed pesticides all over people's houses which I was definitely not okay with but the company paid for my applicator's license and I passed that test with flying colors and I was grateful because I will now hold that for the next few years or so and I have access to all of the top grade pesticides <laughs> So if you want to cook up some shit or you have a mean ant infestation, I'm your girl. <laughs> Quick side story at that job. So the first time I came across a dead mouse, I had to remove it while the customer watched. I was screaming on the inside because I just hate dead things. I legit cried one time on my way to work because I thought that I hit a squirrel. And then there was another time when I was younger and my grandma was taking us somewhere and I thought that we hit a deer during the day at that. So I begged her to drive around to look for it for 30 minutes just to make sure it was okay. That thing was long gone, but I didn't care. So you can imagine me picking up a cute little dead smelly ass mouse and I had an audience so I couldn't just like give it a memorial or cry or scream or anything. I just had to pretend it was all good, like all nonchalant, like it was fine. It was the worst. I really wanted to ask the guy like, if you're just gonna stand there and watch me, why couldn't you just pick it up yourself? But that's rude and I'm very good at whatever job I do so I just had to keep it going. So the rest of my jobs, I feel like anyone could probably do. I've applied for jobs that require a bachelor's degree, but they seem so boring and I often feel underqualified because they always want people with experience. And I know people talk about this all the time, like how how do you get experience? Is it how's an entry level position if you need experience? Like I'm coming into this entry level position so I can get the experience that you guys are looking for. I didn't have an internship based out of a lab or working for AmeriCorps or the state of Michigan or anything like that. I did something even crazier. I went to Australia for my internship and wrote about how Australians and tourists destroyed the Great Barrier Reef. How does living on a boat with strangers and taking pictures and doing research apply to any of the jobs that I would apply for today? It doesn't, unless I lie my ass off, which I really don't like doing. So all of these jobs that I've done pretty much taught me something new about myself. I've learned that I like being in charge I like challenges. I like analyzing the business structure that's currently in place and seeing what needs to be tweaked. I like figuring out how money is being lost or spent improperly. I like taking notes and speaking up in meetings when they ask for our thoughts about changes potentially being made. I enjoy making pros and cons lists for possible outcomes of a solution. I like talking to people and helping them navigate how to do their job better or mentor them or give them advice about their home life if it's following them into work. I like interviewing to see if the position is right for someone. I love to make people smile. I love to get so good at my job that even if I'm late here and there, they won't fire me because they know I'll be picking up someone else's shift later that week when they call off. They know I won't leave until everything is perfect. They trust me with store keys and lock codes to the safe box and alarm system passcodes or passwords. I like having those kinds of responsibilities. I also love accountability. Do you know what else I've learned above everything else? I hate working for other people. I'd rather work for myself. Most of my bosses treated me well, but they didn't always treat other people that well. They also didn't treat their customers or potential clients in an admirable way either. And those are the people who bring you millions of dollars. How about a little R-E-S-P-E-C-T? <laughs> Overall, I just 
being a woman in a workplace is just weird and uncomfortable in general. We have problems that men don't typically face. Hold on, let me go get my feminist theory textbooks from college. <laughs> just kidding. But we're so underpaid and taken for granted and it's not even funny. And most of us kick ass at whatever position we're working. My best advice is to learn your job and do it real well. Then demand that raise that you want. Or if it's risky and you can't afford to lose your job, just, you know, ask for what you can do to get that razor promotion. It doesn't hurt to ask. Some people are just oblivious that other people actually want more, so you kind of have to demand it or show them. And then prove it times 20 if you really want it, and then be willing to put in that extra work because deep down you know you deserve it. Oh, and take full advantage of whatever 401k matching they offer because it's like free money and it's never too early to start thinking about your retirement. And lastly, I can't stress this enough. If you're not happy, don't settle. I know you have to make ends meet, but excuse me, excuse my French, fuck them. If they treat you like crap or if they handle situations in ways that make your heart cry, nothing like that to cause you to not sleep at night, especially if you're striving to be a great loving human being like I am. Like that being said, you have no choice, you know? I guess the cat's out of the bag though. I quit my awesome job that I was just raving about a few weeks ago in another episode because I wasn't happy. My daughter comes first and she always will in my life forever and always probably until she's at least 18 and has her stuff together. Maybe if she doesn't, it'll be a lot longer, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that I made the right decision. Next week, I'm having a boss ass mama back me up on this topic. Hey, she's originally from Flint, Michigan represent. I know I'm not really from here, but I am claiming it now because I live here and I've been here for a while, but I'm super excited to have her. She's moved across state lines and she's doing her damn thing with her business now. And I can't wait to hear what she has to say about always being hired and never fired. But I will talk to you next week. Until then, stop letting them unravel you because only you can unravel yourself.